Hi, I'm Belle. And I'm Adam. And you're listening to Swinging Outside the Lines. We're talking about sex. So we're in the consensual, non-monogamous lifestyle? Swingers. It means we like to fuck other people. A lot of other people. So if you're not comfortable with that, probably not your podcast. Probably not. You should be at least 18 years old. Yes. Preferably in a committed relationship. Eh, you could be a swingle. A swingle? Yeah. I like that. A unicorn or a unicorn? <laughs> We're both at the same time. <laughs> We're not professionals either. This is nope. just our journey. Our real life stories. And we're sharing them with you. So stick around and we hope you enjoy. And no judging. Yeah, no judging. Hi, I'm Belle. And I'm Adam. And you're listening to Fucking Outside the Lines. And this is episode two. Wow, we've made it this far. We finally made it past the origin story. This is about our first adventure at Club Sense. Right. And our first date. And our first date. So are we going to talk about ENF? Yeah, well, we're, we're going to talk about ENF, which actually happened before Club Sense. Right. Yeah. We met our first couple on SLS and moved to Kick pretty quick. They were a very lovely, lively couple to talk to on Kick. A lot of bantering in the heart of baseball season where they're hardcore Yankee fans and we're hardcore Red Sox fans. We had a lot of fun. Yeah, the Red Sox and the Yankees happened to be playing each other while we were kicking. Yeah. This was just banter back and forth and it, it was so much fun. They were more experienced than us. Obviously, they were our first couple to kick with and to go out on a date with. And she, I think it was she started into the enough of the playful banter. Let's talk about the sexy stuff or whatever. And right. she just went right into it, which I was like, wow. And we actually did have two other couples at that time. One that we had met on Sins and another, I think you met SLS as well. on SLS. One invited us to a house party. E and F were like, oh, no, don't go to a house party. You don't want to do that. And the other couple, we just weren't attracted to at all. So we. So the advice that we had got said, no, thank from you. the other SLS couple that invited us to the house party was just do it. Just go and do it. Uh, that's full what, swap. That's go what for they it. did. Go full swap right away. It'll be fun. Obviously, she really wanted to get with us. They were really fun to talk to as they well. They were. He worked Monday through Friday on the West Coast. They would come home and do these house parties during the weekend, and then he'd go back to work. And she's like, guys, just just come with us, and let's just fuck. Yeah, <laughs> it was, which was a little scary for us. We weren't quite committed to full swapping. We didn't really know what lifestyle people we were. We weren't sure, you know, if we just wanted to dip our toes in with yeah. a soft swap. So this other couple, we'll call them the Yankee couple uh, or ENF. Dirty Yankee. You know, they were like, come out to dinner with us. So, And that was a lot less scary than come to a house party yeah, with us. Dinner, public spaces, just in case they were axe murderers. Uh, well, it was, it, <laughs> was it ENF that had the horrific stories about the house parties? Yes, they, they were the ones that were scaring us away from the house parties while 
this we other were couple was to trying to entice us to go to the house party. Right. So we decided to go out to dinner with this couple and kind of pick their brain and have a, a great night. We wanted really badly to make friends. Right. To have chemical connection. And we didn't know what kind of swingers or lifestyle couple we would end up being now. Or, or how any of this was going to work you know, out. Now we have a much, much better idea. We'll get right. to that. So we went out to dinner with Terrified newbies. Yeah, terrified yeah. newbies. And but the dinner conversation flowed pretty well. Oh, they're a great couple. Yeah, I totally loved them. I, I totally would have gone out on another date with them. But you weren't super attracted to her. I wasn't super attracted to him. And I knew he, he wasn't really into me, but she was totally into you. Right. And they had like a hand signal thing, like a squeeze, a triple squeeze <laughs> yeah, when, of the thigh. When you went to the bathroom, he, he told me that he got the triple squeeze. You know, right. We're golden. And you were like, cool. It, <laughs> all the podcasters talk about communication. The whole reason that that evening didn't progress beyond that evening was because of communication. Right. On one token, they were saying they were totally into us. Yeah. On the other side, they were saying that they followed disco, disco rules. And what the hell are disco and rules? we're like, what? What are disco rules? I think this is the value of having podcasts in the lifestyle is because the podcasts we've listened to all pretty consistently use the same language to describe the lifestyle. Right. And, we, and we that was the know. first time we heard her the term disco rules. So we started we like, to pick what? their brain and we're like, okay, what is disco rules to you guys? Anything above the waist. Right. Anything above the waist, which isn't even soft swapping. That's like. That's club rules. Yeah. <laughs> As we yeah, would find out. Rules. So we were like, okay, so you're totally into me. You guys are a lovely couple, but that's middle school makeout. Yeah, we were looking. And that's not what we were looking for. It's not what we were looking for. We were looking for a little bit more. We at least wanted to try a soft swap. If anybody yeah. had enough at any point, that was cool. But the way we looked at it, we didn't want to get all riled up with a heavy makeout session and then be like, that's it. Yeah. And their, well, but their thing was after you get all you know, hot and bothered, you, you swap, you swap back. back to your, your spouse and then go all the way. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And I, now I see value in that. But at the time when they were describing and kind of talking about all these things, we were completely lost. We, it wasn't clear what they wanted anymore. Like we thought that they were in it for a soft swap at least. And then the disco rules came up and I was, right. we were then confused by the disco rule kind of thing. You and I pretty much, I mean, we weren't even sure if we wanted to kiss other people on the mouth. Right. Because, you know, for us, kissing is something that we really enjoy to do with each other. It's very personal and Pretty much, we just hadn't set our lifestyle rules together. Yeah, we, we had those discussions. Kissing's kind of intimate. I don't think we should kiss people. And you were saying, no, no, kissing is a really important part of yeah. sex. Yeah. For you. I mean, you you cannot get... Even riled, aroused without kissing. So that 
is a pretty important. You know, I mean, it's a deal part. breaker for me. <laughs> I mean, if you have bad breath and I'm kissing you, it turns me off. But if you have good breath, I, I must kiss. So that night didn't really go anywhere. They ghosted us shortly after. Shortly that. after that, which was sad. I felt bad about about being ghosted. I would have loved to go out with them again, though. Yeah, I would have too. And the older couple that was trying to invite us to house parties, they ghosted. They were out. Yep. And then we let the other couple know that we weren't interested. There just wasn't. I mean, they were brand new in the lifestyle and we weren't looking to, we were brand new. We didn't know what we wanted either. Yeah. And we weren't looking to kind of fumble through an experience with another new couple. So we been looking at this club which was an actual club, not not, not a, like house. a house party, like our first experience up here in, in New England. So we decided to go check it out. Uh, it took us a couple of tries. Yeah, I kept checking it out. To, to go check it out. I was out. so nervous. I, I was so... It is the fear of the unknown. Not just that, but my first house party experience left me a little shaken. I, I kind of went into it thinking that, well, I'm here that means I've committed to having sexual contact with some of these people here. Not really realizing that I can just watch. I don't have to let someone touch me just because they want to. I can say no. I can say, oh, no, thank you. But I hadn't really found my voice. So committing to go to the club was a huge hurdle for me mentally just to say, I'm going to go. I'm going to do this. Right. The first night we actually went... I was like, if I don't do this, I'm not, I'm not going. It won't ever happen. And that's what you actually said. You were like, oh, if we don't do it, we're never going to go. And I was like, no, but I want to. It's like the two halves of the same coin where I'm like, yeah. I, I want to go, but I don't want to fuck up our relationship. Yeah, that was the other scary unknown is that we have such a good thing within our relationship. We have a really, really good connection with each other. We love each other a lot. We have so much fun in and out of the bedroom. And we truly are each other's best friends. Who would want to mess with that? It's not just a swingers poster. It's real. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> I heart you. <laughs> so it was scary to make that first leap. I was like, okay, we're doing this. And we went, we made the drive. It was really nerve wracking. I was so, so nervous. When we got to the club, people were friendly. The bartender, she totally made made that night. She's so friendly and engaging. She did, she did exactly what a bartender is supposed to do. Hey, can I get you something to drink? And just, I was like, oh, okay. I don't have to like stand at a bar and try to get the bartender's attention and then fumble through what I might want because neither one of us were, we didn't grow up drinking. Yeah, and We didn't party through college. This isn't, this isn't a play club. No. Uh, just to be clear. It, it isn't, I mean, there's some that happens in some private areas but it's not a play club. It right. is more of a saucy adult couples nightclub. Nightclub. And so when you walk in, there's a bar area off to your right that you can hang at and a standing a little standing counter. And then there's off to your left, there's the gold members area with a swing a stripper pole and then a couple of private booths that line the left far wall. And in front of you is the dance floor, which was a, a small rectangular area with a dance cage at the end of it. 
on the right hand side of the room at the far far back by the wall is a pool table. The room's kind of circular in yeah. shape, but like a half circle. Then there's a whole bunch of chairs that face the dance floor and, and everything's very round. All the tables are round, all the chairs are, are round. All the chairs roll, so you can very easily move around and maneuver wherever you wanted to go, either standing or sitting. It's kind of an intimate setting. Some nights it's sins and some nights it's another club. And so the room is versatile. And there's also an upstairs that looks down on the strippers club that's on the bottom floor. But when you go in, and our first time, we didn't really ask any questions. Nope. We just show our receipt at the door and hang our coats and we just go right in. I am terrified. I clung to you all night. I didn't mind. You didn't mind at all. But we kind of took the observe. Right. And I was so uptight. The first hour we were there, I was like, and there were women dancing in the cage and there were two really hot babes dancing. And I was just like, I can't hold a candle to them. I'm not even going to try. So we go play pool for a while. And I think you beat me and you're like, you teased me talking about playing strip pool or something like that. And I was like, well, okay, I'll at least take off my bra. So I had worn your favorite shirt, which is a very, a sheer blouse with strips of silk. Well, you call them sensor bars. I call them sensor bars because that's what it looks like. Because it's such a sexy shirt. And then it has these solid black panels that go horizontally right across your breast. And then another one lower down across uh, my abdomen. Right. One across the midriff. And so it just has like a, a sheer panel right below the breast. You can just barely see the... A little under boob. little under boob. And then... So hot. And then one, you can see just below the, like the waist at the hips. I haven't seen you in that shirt since. I might have to and wear it again You soon. need to get that out. And Maybe then I was wearing... a podcast or... <laughs> so that shirt's black and I was, I matched it with a knee length, high waisted, skin tight skirt. White. White. That's kind of scrunchy. Very, very comfortable to wear. And then, of course, a sexy pair of silver heels to top that off. But um, we kind of sat. I mean, after playing pool and stuff, we sat until I had enough booze in me to really loosen me up. Also, the the hot babe click had disappeared. We didn't know where they went. Yeah. Well, and all night they had been like pulling girls out onto the dance floor and kind of like getting them to dance and stuff. Except for me. It's like I had... Well, you maybe and, resting bitch face. You and <laughs> one other girl that was there. Well, but they did um, eventually drag her out to oh, dance that, in the cage. That's right. That's right. Yeah. But they studiously avoided me. They like took a wide berth, and I, I didn't know if they just they if I was just giving them the look like leave me the f alone. I was terrified. I think they could sense that. Possibly. We we kind of know them now, and we don't know them. We don't know. We've, we've just seen, seen them, them enough. enough. <laughs> That that's just how they roll. They're very clicky with each other. Their partners are very much sit in the chair and watch and play on their phones. And the girls are kind of just about entertaining each other. And that's fine. That's their thing. But at first it's very intimidating. I mean, they're both gorgeous, but they're very much into each other and themselves and not really anybody else. As far as I've observed, it took getting probably three drinks in me before I was really loose enough to up <laughs> to go dance and dance, and we, did. dance we did. And then we were kind of like looking around, trying to scope out who we might possibly be attracted to. And we kind of zoned in on one couple that was 
at the standing counter and the, the standing countertop kind of like ra- follows the semicircular pattern of the bar area. And it, you can look out over the dance floor and they were standing at that bar. So she was a, looking. She was a blonde bombshell and he was a fairly fit bearded man sporting a baseball hat. Yeah, and somewhat of a tight T-shirt and jeans. Yeah, tight T-shirt and jeans. Just, definitely dressed down for the the rest of the group. The gr- other rest of the group, most men were in button downs and a, a sports right. coat of so some he, sort. He kind of stood out a little bit. He's a handsome he guy. He did. He's not bad looking. And she had on a she's tight very black sexy uh, with a plungy neckline. And they got her out in the cage to dance after she was a little bit more loosened up by alcohol as well. Our our dear friend alcohol. But then we kind of sort of danced alongside them a little bit. We asked them what their names were, things like that. But then, I don't know, did I go to the bathroom or something? I can't remember what happened. There was was a break in our dancing. Towards the end of the night. I think I went to the bathroom. And when I came back out, she was dancing with another woman, uh, another couple of girls, I think, or a group. Yeah. And then they sat down and the, the lady was like talking to them and stuff. And I was like, oh. Oh, they found someone else. Bummer. All right. By this point, all the couples were clearing out. Well, we had, we don't, we didn't really know how to approach people. Oh, so yeah. we would go out and dance and we'd kind of get, we give people to them. the eyes. <laughs> yeah, try and give them the eyes like, hey, but you guys had faced each other dancing and, I thought there was, you know, some. A well, I kind of gave you. Too. I kind of gave you a lap dance in front of them. Yeah, I made some eye contact. You with really her wanted to kiss her during the lap dance. I did. I wanted to to try. I wanted to kiss and her. So you guys, you guys were kind of close, face to face dancing, and you're like, I, I really thought about kissing her. Yeah, but which kind of took me by surprise. With <laughs> with respect to consent. I wasn't going to just go for it. Yeah. And the music's really loud. It's kind of hard to be like, hey, can I kiss you? Right. So so I didn't. And they call for last call on drinks. And they end with the, you know, you get the fuck out song. Right. And they disappear. We're packing so up our stuff. Was, I'm putting my bra back on. with another woman. He was in the bathroom. And... We were slowly gathering our stuff because... Yeah, I had to get my bra back on. And yeah. I think I had taken my shoes off. I can't remember. We were we were going to try and find them and, and say hi. And, and they, they were, were gone. They, yeah, they were gone. And we were like, oh, Aww. they weren't into us. Um, which I thought that they were. Like, I was really bummed. I, I really thought that they were into us. So we were walking out of the club. And it's cold because, you know... It's like October. We're almost to your car and their car pulls up and they roll the window down and she leans over. She's like, you didn't save me. And we were like, what? What? And apparently the the woman that was dancing with her and getting real handsy and stuff, it was not welcomed contact. It was unauthorized and unwelcomed. And they pretty much just didn't know how to get out of it. So they decided to leave. Right. When they saw us coming out of the club, they were like, oh, we really liked them. We need to pull over and talk. And we talked for a long time, a long time in the cold, like 40 minutes. And I, I'd gone and got the car and pulled it up and had the heat blasting. Yeah. But she mentioned during our conversation that they were she was very new. Her I don't think they were married. 
They were not married. They lived together. They, they and they'd were, been together for a couple were, years. They right. had kids. Uh, yeah, they each from, had their own kids. From different but previous marriages. But they didn't want to. Yeah, so he had been in the lifestyle with his previous wife or girlfriend. And she was new. Right. But they had hooked up with a guy for an MFM that was like a professional athlete. Really short notice. Very spontaneous. Very, very spontaneous. And he was a well-hung, amazing, (laughs) amazing specimen. And she was like, it was so freaking hot. That was so amazing. That was the first time I really put some serious contemplation into the MFM. Like really, out loud, verbally said, well, I think I want to try that. Like really, out loud, verbally said, well, I think I want to try that. Everything before that had only ever been fantasy and that we kind of sort of talked about, but it wasn't the reality. But I was scared about how you feel if we went that route. You know, rightly so, because as it turns out, I actually really prefer that to the whole full swap thing. So far. So just, far. Just because we've had some challenges. And, and we'll get to those in, yeah. in the next the episodes to come. Back to SLS. You find... A very tall... We'll call him A. Yeah, very (laughs) tall, young guy that is very well hung. Start a kit conversation with him, or a couple of emails back and and forth on SLS. It's good to note that his pictures were hot. Yeah. Very sexy pictures. Very, very fit pictures. So I started a, a SLS and then a kit conversation with him. Kind of unbeknownst to me. Yeah, I, I brought you, once we transitioned to kick, I brought you in the loop. Yeah, I'm but like, you showed me pictures and I was like, oh, yeah, that's nice. But and, and so I, I really... asked you, I asked you, I'm like, do you want to meet this guy? And you were open to it. You're like, yeah, I mean, we can, we can go out to dinner with him. Right, but before talking with C at the club, never. That wouldn't have happened. It wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Her like overwhelming confidence and joy for her own uh, MFM was like what pushed me in that direction. What, what gave me the confidence to say, well, yeah. <laughs> so we set up to meet this, um, this guy. Well, and we had a really great co- kick conversation with him. Yeah. On kick. He's really, he's smooth talking. He, you know, knows what he wants. He's very um, experienced and respectful and respectful. I felt very comfortable and put at ease. He had shared some stories because I kind of, you know, I was like, well, are you going to be grossed out by me? I've had three kids. I was almost 40 at that point. And he was like, no, absolutely not. I love older women. You're very sexy. He was good. I'll give it to him. He's good. He made me feel like, all right, okay, let's do this. So we arranged to meet him. I was so nervous. I nerve nervously <laughs> drank. Was it? No, just one drink. I had one drink. It was one, but it was. But a, I pounded it fast. It was a dessert drink, and it was big. It went. It was humongous, and I was like, chug, chug, chug. So we meet him at the tavern, have some conversation with him. We had already eaten dinner, and we didn't think, you know, it was just supposed to be drinks. He walks in, and he's like, I'm starving. Yeah, so like he I'm ordered so some hungry. food. He's like, I need some pregame appetizers. <laughs> uh, well, I, there was nothing said at that point. 
<laughs> right. You know, so he, we hadn't even agreed to yeah, anything. So he ordered food and we sit there and chat. And it becomes apparent he's a very nervous guy. Yeah. And yeah. he, he owns up to that. He's like, I'm, well, I'm kind of a nervous person. Cause I asked him, I'm like, you seem a little bit nervous. And he's like, oh, no, I'm a nervous, I'm a little bit nervous person, but right. don't worry. I'm, I'll be okay. So we're, we're talking, well, you know, I have to have surgery next week. Every, everything sounds good, but she's having surgery and this is October. And he says, I can't, I don't play if I have a girlfriend. Yeah. He's like, like, I can't that. guarantee I'm not going to be in relationship, which was a good move. <laughs> if you think about it, part. that was smooth. He's like, so, uh, you know, I might be in a relationship. So who said it? I think you said it. I'm, you said, so are you available tonight? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you said that. I don't remember. And and he's like, well, yeah, I, I am. Yeah. He came ready. He was, he was all in. When he, when he came to that date, he was so prepared. Out, uh, out comes the phone, uh, you know, and I, I end up booking. Well, I, no, we said, well, how, so how do we, how does this work? How do we proceed? You know, we're like, we've never done this before. And he's like, well, I mean, we could go back to your house or we could meet for, he said we could meet for lunch or we could go back to your house or we could, you know, split a hotel and you were on it. You were like, oh, I just, let me get a hotel. So we decided on a hotel. I'm allergic to latex. So we, you know, we had told him he's like allergic to latex. He's like, well, I'll swing by the pharmacy and grab what I need and then meet us at the hotel. And he did. I've checked into thousands and thousands of hotels in my life. And this one was a little bit weird. (laughs) We walk in with no luggage, no nothing. Check in. Send him the kick message and say, hey, this one room we're in. He's like, okay, I'm here. Be right in. So Belle is getting freshened up and pounding nips <laughs> that she had brought. A little rum. <laughs> get, a little rum courage. Get a little loosened up. And he I knocked, was nervous. Yeah, he knocks on the door and walks in. It's like, oh, my God, this is really happening. So. Yeah, and I'm like, so how do we get started? So Belle, uh, she's. Sat on the bed, and I was on. I sat to the left of her. No, you were on my right. I was on your left. Oh, you're right. <laughs> I had this whole situation backwards. Yeah, I was on your left. You were facing the bathroom. I was on the left. That's right. And okay. he, he was still standing up at the end of the bed at that point. Right. Okay. And Sorry. so I started kissing your neck, which is. I know how to get you started. It's my hot spot. I mean, I've done it tons <laughs> of times. Behind your ear, your neck, down mm-hmm. your neck, your shoulders. Mm-hmm. And you had on this very light blue spaghetti strap top. With no bra on. With no bra that was super accessible. Yeah. So while I'm kissing you, uh, he slides in next to you and starts mirroring what I'm doing. On the other side. So now you have two guys. And you guys are filling my breasts and running your hands down my torso. And maybe uh, I think you were also, hands were going up my skirt at that point. I was you were stroking a, your leg for sure. Yeah, I was wearing a denim skirt. And I'm pretty sure hands were going up and down the thighs. I, I we, don't think it had, I no, don't he think, hadn't got put his hand up my no, skirt No, I, I don't think we were making contact. All the contact that was made was on top. 
and right. around your knee area. Light. And hands yeah. on the breasts over the top of my right. shirt and hands down my so fingers down my thigh. All that nervousness that you had, I I literally watched. It just melted away. Right it away. melted away. Your eyes rolled back. Your eyes closed. You tilted your head back mm. and just enjoyed enjoyed it. You, it was you nice. gave yourself permission to enjoy it. And I thought, <laughs> yeah. And once you did that, the spaghetti straps kind of came over your shoulders. Your shirt ended up around your waist. And now we were both kissing your breast and yeah. down your sides. Yeah. And he was very good about complimenting my body along the way. Yeah. Too. A lot of, a lot of, your breasts are amazing. Yeah. You're so beautiful. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, what? So, all right. Thank you. I was, <laughs> I was uh, <laughs> enjoying being the center of attention for sure. And that's your penis is distracting me right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is making me a little bit hard. That's... Me, it's making me very hot too. But so guys continue to kiss and touch and stroke me and in unison in unison and then you're slowly taking my clothes off of me which we've discussed how much it turns me on to be undressed by someone else like slowly slowly not in a rush to do anything not the basketball warm-up suit kind of no ripping off. not rip it off but slowly I, I don't like the messy get it out of the way i like the slowly i'm gonna tease this off of you very effective and that's exactly what was happening with both my tank top um, which was tucked into my pencil skirt which was zipped at the back and you guys very nimbly removed both the skirt and the tank top and my panties without much trouble. No, not at all. And scooted me back on the bed simultaneously. And at some point you guys had also undressed yourselves. I think as we're moving you, shirts were coming off and jeans were getting unbuttoned. And and it was all kind of a blur. I was up around your head. I was still kissing you and stroking you. Well, yeah, because you were behind me. Yeah, and he moved down south. He moved down, and I laid back on the bed. Right before the skirt came off, he had been stroking his hand up under my skirt and just going up and touching my panties with the tips of his fingers, which was really super effective. Very hot. When the clothes came off, he again took his time. He wasn't like dive right in and have a taste. He's very you kissed. Kissed and lick around the area. Kissed and licked and kind of discovered, got to know me a little bit, you could say, before just going for it. So he ate me out while you were kissing me and touching my breasts and running your hands all over my body. And then the finger banging started. He moved up alongside of me and wrapped an arm around my waist. He had been going to town on me, eating me out for a little bit. I mean, this is all, it took like, how long does this whole thing take? About an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah, that was pretty long for having sex. Yeah. First time threesome. (laughs) So after he ate me out and he moves up alongside me, he wraps one of his very long arms around me. He's six, seven with at least a nine inch dick. It's pretty huge. And 
clearly knew his way around. It was up. Your head was kind of well. Why he was eating me out? I was like going back and forth between stroking your cock and sucking on it. Yeah. When the finger banging started, you you couldn't blow me because he was he yeah. was pounding you. Because I was uh, I would have either choked or bitten you. So <laughs> I was so I was leaned over you and I was kissing your breast and trying to stay involved. Which I was you know starting to get worried about because the finger banging was all encompassing. I mean, you were. It was good. In ecstasy, you were like one of this guy's fingers is like its own penis. I mean, long, narrow one, but he had a couple fingers inside of me, and he was going to town, and then he was kissing my breast on the other side, and it was very effective to have him kind of like with his arm wrapped around me, reaching down and up to uh, stroke all the way in and out of me with his hand. It became like a jackhammer fashion and it wasn't quite it was fairly wet from him going down on me but not quite but at a certain point I could not take it anymore I was like I give up mercy mercy I cannot and I really wanted to come I was so turned on it was so so hot at that point so we switched it up a little bit yeah. You ended up on your knees, uh, yep. sitting so I knelt up. down. He was on his knees, sitting up. in front of me. In front of you. And you were to the side of me. Yep. And we started kissing and touching. And he was pushing his penis up against me. I think he asked me if I wanted to touch it. Yeah. And I was like, yes. <laughs> so at that point, because we had kind of like been pushing up against each other, you had worried that you know, he was going to slip inside without a condom on, which there would be no slipping that thing inside accidentally. (laughs) I mean, it's enormous. Right. You can't mistakenly accidentally fuck somebody with that. (laughs) Whoops. (laughs) I don't care how much lube you had. I I guess my, my concern was in close proximity, if he wanted that he could take advantage of the situation, yeah. which he did not. He, he didn't. He was very yeah respectful right. in that way. So I started giving him a hand job. And I don't know if I was, I would think I had my hand on you at some point. Yeah, you were stroking both of us at that point. Okay. And then I wanted to put it in my mouth really bad. So I bent over and I put his dick in my mouth and started giving him a blowjob slowly. Not a fast process. And then I also was giving you a hand job at the same time. And your inner thoughts during that time cracked me up when you told me afterwards. And you were thinking. I can't remember. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you tell me? No, you were like, damn. Oh, yeah, damn, this is hot. This is hot. And then you also thought, you're like, damn, honey, it's like you're pro at that. I was like pro at two dicks. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, which I thought was hilarious. I was like, oh, I'm glad that it looked good. Yeah, you knew exactly what you were doing. Yeah. Oh, that's what you said. You're like, (laughs) it looked like you knew what you were doing. I was like, oh, I kind of felt like I'd watched enough videos, I guess. So we had had enough playing at that point. I mean, you were were ready. I was so ready. He bent down and asked if he could take me from behind, which I was like, oh. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Please do. I didn't say all that, but my body kind of gave that away, I think. So I um, turned so that I was facing you, and you were standing off the side of the bed at this point. And he entered me from behind. Well, you said, come here. You're like, come here, honey. 
Well, and you actually stepped around the side of the bed yeah. because you wanted to watch. Yeah, I, I and I said I I want to watch. <laughs> yeah, but I you know I wanted you to come here so I could involve you, and you're like yeah. I I want to watch, and you actually said that you wanted to take in the moment. Right. That I had somebody else. It's been it's been 17 years since you had even touched another man. Right. And, and you wanted and now, to have that visual. Yeah. Which is pretty hot. I, I wanted to watch this nine-inch monster dick right. you know, slide in you. Which was awesome because I was really worried that you were feeling left out. Right. And the fact that you wanted to watch, I was like, oh, okay. So he put the condom on and worked himself in from behind. I must say it was a nice, it was a nice fit. Uh, definitely more dick than I have ever had. Very fulfilling. <laughs> Very fulfilling. And then at some point you, I don't know if I reached well, for you or. Um, you, yeah, you reached for me and. While right. he was, so right. I was you blowing were, you. You were sucking on me and he was fucking you. And it was, it was really good, but it started to hurt. Yeah. Like he was just. Too much. Like, I really love when you do me from behind, but I'm used to your length. And even though you're not as big as him, you still have the ability to hurt me from behind. Yeah, hit rock bottom. Yeah, it, it hits deep, can be very, way too much. So while I was enjoying the girth, the length was just uh, overwhelming. It was painful and it wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna go. So I wanted to switch positions. Uh, which we did. I don't know what the... Well, I asked you, because uh, as long as we were doing this, I asked you if you wanted to try DP. Oh, yeah. And you were like, I don't know. Yeah, we can try it. Yeah, I, that's right. I said we could but, try. So, So you were on top of him, and I slid in behind you with the lube. And right. right when I started, you were like, I don't think this is going to work. Yeah. No, I think you were a little too excited and we didn't have nearly enough lube going on. Right. Definitely rushed it a little too fast. Once you rush anal, you just can't. For yeah, me, there, I can't no, salvage it. There's no going back. I was pretty excited. I learned my lesson now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and we had done some anal plate earlier that week, I think. And I was a little sore from that. Right. Um, I kind of like things rough. So you, you just weren't, you just weren't ready that night. Yeah. So you had another suggestion. Try it in my pussy. Oh and, yeah. That and, sounds like something I'd say. I mean, you have this huge dick. I was pussy. really caught up in the moment. And <laughs> so I was like, okay. So with just a shit ton of lube, you know, I, I put on my dick and slowly started to work it in there. Work it. In it was there. a lot, uh, but challenge I mean, accepted. But it was a lot. But yeah, I mean, but you're pretty tight, though. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a stretch. I, it was definitely stretched. <laughs> so you ended up with double vaginal penetration. It, we asked him. We're like, "Are you okay with that?" And he's yeah. like, oh, yeah, I'm totally cool. Yeah. yeah. You know, we both had condoms on, and we ended up double penetration, which was awesome. In and, pussy. 
<laughs> which was awesome for me. I definitely was enjoying the sensation and the the feeling. I couldn't feel him very well at that point because the person on the bottom, which was him, doesn't have a whole lot of range of motion. Right. So I, most of the sensation I was getting from behind, which was very hot, it was turning me on. But there was also that slight pain of the stretch. Right. You guys were getting really close to going. I was so turned on and I wanted to go really, really bad. But I just couldn't. I could not just let it go. I just, I couldn't. I don't know what was going on. I very frequently have that problem. I mean, I've mentioned it before. It takes a lot to get me to go. The foreplay was on point. The oral play was amazing. The finger bang was, made everything super sensitive. I desperately wanted to explode all over both of your dicks, but I could not. I was so frustrated by that. But we did. So we, we both. You did. <laughs> you and A both had uh, nice explosive orgasms. So it seemed. Almost at the same time. Yeah. Simultaneous <laughs> yeah. combustion. I mean, you were, it, it was very, very tight in there. Yeah. Very tight. Right. And we all kind of, I didn't quite collapse on top of him because it was very sweaty by that point. <laughs> and if it were you, I would have just collapsed down on top of you and we would have just yeah. like. Well, you rolled over. You mm-hmm. rolled on the bed and you're like, oh my God. That was quite the pounding. And then he has to... Yes, he has to use the shower. Yeah, jump in the shower. And like a thief in the night, he was out of there. Yep, he got dressed and <laughs> thanked us. Yeah, that was <laughs> funny. <laughs> kind of sweet. Yeah. Awkward, awkward guy, but knew his thing. He did his thing real well. well. I have to give him a call again. I know, I know. We need a little bit more Mr. A in our life. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and in my ass. So that was that. That was that. That was our first lifestyle experience uh, with a, a single male. And it was it was so much fun. I had a blast. Even though I didn't go, I had so much fun being the center of attention and being just absolutely consumed by the two of you. And you couldn't wait to tell J and C. Right. Who we had met at Sense. Right. So... We're going to save that one for the next episode. Right. tell you what happened. Because we went back out on a cocktail date with J and C uh, for dinner, actually. Dinner and drinks. Yeah, dinner and drinks. And we, we sat there for a long time. But yeah. we'll, we'll get to that Yeah. next. Yeah, we're both hot and horny now. Going to have to go fuck <sighs> right now. I hope you enjoyed our experience as much as we enjoyed telling it. Absolutely. We can't wait to talk to you next time. So until we fuck outside the lines with you later, (laughs) this is Belle. And this is Adam. And have a nice day. Bye-bye. Bye now. If you liked this podcast and would like to contact Belle and Adam, you can email us at bellandadamnh at hotmail.com on Twitter at fucking OTL, or visit our website at fuckingoutsidethelines.com.